When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast has just got its very first sponsor. The podcast is now proudly sponsored by MerchMonster.ie. On MerchMonster.ie, you can buy personalized hoodies, T-shirts, polo shirts, personalised snood face coverings and a whole lot more. They've even got a product personaliser over on their website. Go over there and check it out now. They deal in one-off orders and also in bulk orders, class hoodies, T-man work polo shirts and everything else in between. Go over there and check them out now. It's MerchMonster.ie Now let's get back to this week's show. Welcome to episode 53 of the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast. A double dose of podcasts for you this week. I was now look forward to the divisional championships in hurling in all four divisions. Enda and Sean will be on later to give their predictions for winners in all four divisions, while we're also joined by West Rep John O'Shea, North Rep Michael Quinn, and Mid Rep Morgan Lanigan. But up first, in his return from the wilderness, it's Mr. Carrick Swan himself. Colm O'Sullivan is back. Okay, he's back with a bang. Colin O'Sullivan, you're welcome back to the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast. How are you getting on? Not too bad, Mike. How are things, mate? Good, 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 good. Um, so, the South Senior Hurling Championship is due to begin. Uh, Mulnohan and the Swan. <laughs> you surely have a lot to say about that one. <laughs> ah, I, don't, I don't know whether I have too much to say this week. We've, uh, we've a lot of injuries down here, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so it's, it's Mullinahone in this one in one semi-final, Mary's in Kilnall in the other, is that right? 
Yeah, that's right. Two o'clock Sunday, we're playing Mullahan, the sports field in Clamel, and then six o'clock the same day, um, in the sports field as well. Kilnall are playing St Mary's, so should be a good, good two, two good games, I think. Yeah, yeah. So um, Mullahan obviously have um, they're up from Shame Serene, so they they'll be kind of on on they'll be surfing that wave. But I, I know there was a bit of controversy lately. They were trying to regrade on Kelly down to to junior again. But do you expect to see him on Sunday? Um, yeah, I think I think we will. Um, look, what what age is on Kelly these days? 38, 39, 40 mm-hmm. odd years of age. If the man wants to play with the junior hurling, you you know you have to go fair play. Go play a bit of junior hurling on. Yeah. Um, I do I do think he will play senior on Sunday. So I think kind of all that stuff with will he won't he play junior yeah. or whatever team or fifteen they name for playing junior or whatever it won't really matter. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about yourselves? Who 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 should we be looking out for on the, the Swan team? Um, I think look, I think probably this weekend we're still Danny O'Hanlon. Like Danny is there, I think this is his 17 year senior hurling, so and he's still what 32, 33 years of age. So I think we'd be expecting a big game from Danny. I think Aaron Dunn is another guy who he's probably excelled at Seamus O'Reen level over the last two, mm-hmm. three years. Um We'll need a big game from Aaron. He was exceptional last year against Mullahone. I think he might have got four, if not five, from play. Um, so we'll be expecting a big, a big game from him as well. Like I think for, for us in this one, Mike, um, it's more who we're missing rather than mm-hmm. than, than who we have. Like from last year, we're missing Kevin Lanigan, who's away with the army. Again, like Danny, 17 years senior hurling experience. Um that's a lot, that's a lot to to make up um, yeah. Eric O'Halloran, another guy who's been exceptional, I guess, for the last two or three years. Like he's probably our Bonamar down here. Like wins dirty ball, lots of energy, lots of strength. Mm. He's away with the army. Um, Gavin O'Halloran, who I'm probably biased on this, should probably be in with the tip seniors or her. It was at least he was trading with the tip seniors when Mick Ryan was there. Um, and if Mick Ryan probably stayed after 2018, Gavin probably would have been in with him. He's injured at the moment, coming back from a cruciate injury. He's probably a month, six weeks away from being back. So fingers crossed, we've a good year and he, he gets some game time this year. Um, we got another cruciate injury in the last few weeks as well. Dean Waters is out for the year. Dean's right. been probably our best hurler the last four or mm-hmm. five years. So lots of injuries. Um, I'll give I'll give you the old sub story there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. you're 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 certainly painting a, a good picture there for putting money on Mullinahone and losing it as we always as always <laughs> happens when you take each other. The other semi final uh, looks looks quite a good game. Marys versus Killinall. Uh, killing all on paper have one of the best teams in the county but just don't seem to be able to produce at club level whatever the reason and then Mary's I suppose um, they won Seamus Oreen was it two or three years ago uh, maybe four years ago now and, the, the intermediate uh, was it they four or sorry it was intermediate yeah, sorry, at, yeah, yeah. at the time yeah um, sorry yeah. that's what I meant yeah. and so they have Seamus Kindy and they have uh, a couple of good players Pete McGarry is, is playing with them uh, yeah. a good player this year so that, that should be a good game too yeah, I think so. Like the Killall team of the 2020s is probably is probably similar to the Temple Derry team of the, the 2010s, I guess, where on paper they're really, really, really strong. Um, sometimes they blow a little cold, is probably a fair comment, but when they're on it, they can beat anybody. And when they're off it, I guess they, they can lose to anybody. So it, it'll be interesting to see what, what Killall turns up at Sunday. Like if Bubbles turns up, Bubbles performs, Killall are probably going to win it. Um, like they're very, very strong up the middle. Paddy Cod, full back, mouse to wire, centre back. Then you have Jimmy Fien, Paddy Fien, Bubbles, Dino Connor. They're like they're, they're very, very mm-hmm. strong um up the middle. Um for Mary's, like Seamus Kennedy 
what where does he play I think on Sunday is probably going to be the big question yeah. like he's obviously their tallies man he's very good at this level um I'm sure I'm sure he's going to have something to prove as well after last weekend that would probably be made a little bit of a scapegoat by um Sheedy and being dropped he's played an awful lot of his hurling midfield in recent years he's popping over four five six points every game he plays for Mary's but Will he pick up bubbles? Does he have to pick up bubbles this weekend? Or will he play around the middle? If he does pick up bubbles, like where are Mary's going to get that other four or five points from? Mm-hmm. You mentioned Peter McGarry, super hurler. He's 18 years of age. Mm-hmm. You have Cahal Dealey, another 18-year-old super hurler. Dean Cagney, another 18-year-old super hurler, who'll all probably, if they don't start, they'll feature some point for Mary's. It's a big ask to come into the wide heat of divisional senior championship for a 17, 18, 19-year-old and expect him to get four or five points. So that's probably going to be the, the big thing. Where does Kennedy play? If Kennedy does play midfield, then Jamie Peters is probably going to pick up Bubbles. That's going to be a good matchup. But again, like Bubbles is one of the best hurlers in the country. Mm-hmm. If Bubbles performs, I don't know whether Peters will be able for him. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, so those two, those two games go ahead on Sunday, as as you said, and I presume it's the final the following week, or will it be two weeks, do you think? They, they reckon it'll be the following week. Um, oh, no. Fingers crossed it'll be a swan, swan kill all uh, victory on Sunday, so we'll be double winners then um, oh. the, the week after, the 2020 good. and 2021. So all right, very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in intermediate hurling then, um, Colm, Bellingary down from senior, um, they'll be looking to, to start off their campaign with a win. They're up yep. against your near neighbours there, um, the Devon in, yep. in, in, I don't know, is it a preliminary or a semi-final, but it's, it's this weekend as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, this one's actually, it's going to be an interesting, there's a bit of a side story, I guess, behind it where Kieran Maguire is training. Davin's this year, Kieran would have hurled with us back in, actually mm-hmm. would have captained us back in 2001 yeah. um, to a South Championship. Um, he would have hurled with the person who was training Ballangari, Derek Hogan, another swan man. So a little bit of a side story, story there. That'll be, um, that'll be good fun, I'm sure. Um, look, you'd expect Ballangari to win it, but... They played in the league a few weeks back and Davins won by six points. Yeah. Now, I know both teams were missing players of that, but it's it's going to be close. Like, can Davin, do Gavin, Davins have anyone to pick up Dylan Welch? I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We, we played both in the in the County Intermediate League. Now, we we drew with Ballangarry and lost to Davin in, by a goal in yeah. a game that we felt we hurled very poorly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but both are will be very decent sides at, at this level, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Davins are they're very similar to Waterford, I guess, where if they get a run on you, it's very, very hard to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other team in that, in the South Intermediate Championship, Bally Bacon, the Brendan Cummins-led Bally Bacon, I suppose, I presume he'll be back in the goal again for him. Um, he's been playing as a half forward. he's been playing in recent years. Is it, like, he must be 41, 42 at this stage, does he? Yeah. <sighs> Brendan Cummins must be 45, I'd say, or 46 at this stage. Um, he I was still popping over five or six a game, yeah. if not more. Yeah, they done us in the first game of the county championship last year, and I think he got probably got six or seven points, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a serious joke. But yeah, so that's the, the South Senior and Intermediate Championships kicking off this weekend. Colin Sullivan, it was a pleasure to have you back on the Premier View. I hope we'll be talking to you again in the near future. How about our time, Mike? Sound out. Thank you. Okay, I'm delighted to be joined on the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast for the first time by uh, North Tipperary GA PRO Michael Quinn of Kildang. You're very welcome, Michael. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. 
So uh, this week sees the start of the, North, the, the Hibernian in North Senior Hurling Championship. Uh, first round game starts Wednesday night. Uh, who's who's on, Mike? Yeah, um, there's suppose there's six first round games in the North Championship. Um, it's done in a way that there's 14 teams. So two teams received a bye from the draw um, into the quarterfinals. That's Kildangan's second team and in Portro. And then the sixth uh, first round fixtures are played are being played over this week. So on Wednesday the 4th, um, there's two games uh, going ahead. Uh, Tumivara are playing Silver Mines in Temple Derry. And then we have uh, Ballina against Kilowan McDonough's. And then on the Thursday, we have three more games. We have Ross Gray against Timbalary Kenyans in Tumivera, uh, Burgess against Kiladang in, in Dalla, and then Newport against Nina Rogue in Portro. And then to wrap up the first round proceedings on the Friday evening, um, Burst Lee are taking on Lura and Dura in Nina. And all the games will have a 7 pm showing. Right. So t- tomorrow night you have, uh, or well, Wednesday night, uh, the, the fourth, you have Tumivera and the Mines. Um, yep. Couple county interest there, I suppose, in Jason Ford. Um, two, two, yeah, two Marines in, in Denbreen and the mines are Seamus Marine, are they? Yeah, I say for most of, most of the fixtures has worked out that just by chance it wasn't Seedens or anything, but uh, just look at the draw that it, was, it's, it looks to be Dan O'Brien team, Dan Breen teams against Seamus Marine teams for the most part. But um, I suppose the mines have Jason Ford as main man, but I suppose you can see that Mikey Carpenter there and Conor McKelvey are part of the. Uh, there's uh, a strong flux of hurlers that mines are produced in a juvenile mm-hmm. in the last couple of years and they'll be breaking onto that team like so there's a bit of a huge breaking onto the silver mines team over the last year or two so yeah Michael Carpenter he got on the minor team of the year was it last year uh, yeah he's on it, the 20 panel as well like yeah. and uh, Tomb have are, are coming now the last couple of years as well so it'll be a uh, tasty game that's it yeah yeah the Tomb of Gale is driven there by the Cap White man uh, <laughs> I'll say nothing of that now. <laughs> no comment. Um, yeah. So, and then the other game then tomorrow night is Killer One. Is it? Is yeah. that the. Killer One against Ballina um, in Pokon. I think the last time they actually played was in 2015 in Pokon, in the North Championship, and Ballina caused a surprise. You could say that day. I know Killer One were certainly Bucky's favourite. So, um, Ballina defeated Killer One that day. I know it's a couple of years ago now, but Killer One could be cautious of that. So, uh, yeah, that's on in. Um, in Pogon at 7 pm as well at the same time. Yeah, so Stephen O'Brien and, and uh, Mike Green lining out for, for Bellinet. And then Killeran have a great team on paper, but have, I suppose they got it's to what, a, a county semi final two years ago, but uh, failed to deliver on the day. But they, they, on paper, they're very, very close to being a, a Dan Breen winner, aren't they? Yeah, she had the Peters and the Cattles there, backbone in the team, like, which. Uh, Niall O'Meara and um, Keane Darcy there was was Ballinara coming to similar like similar minds a couple of young lads breaking through like Sam Lockhart and Matthew Power and mm-hmm. Josh Egan off uh, they won the minor North Minor last time for the or, or, last year for the first time in a number of years like so they have a couple of good young lads breaking on there as well so they'll be looking to impress in the North Championship and in Seamus Oreen yeah and uh, then Thursday night is it Borges and Kildangan Burgess in Kildangan in Dada at 7pm, yeah. Yeah, have Burgess any chance of dethroning the county champions? Um, I'm sure they do. I won't make much comment on predictions or anything like that. <laughs> I'll be as um, neutral as possible. <laughs> but, uh, well, Burgess, I know from experience, I'm living near the border that ourselves yeah. and Burgess, that they'll be raising their game for us. Like, yeah, yeah. And, um, do you know, Burgess and Kildangan never, there's never much between us. Like, so yeah. um, I think 
the last time, I think it's, it's, it's always close enough. I think the record throughout the years, between senior and intermediate, it's very even, like, you know, yeah. the head to heads, like, so. Uh, going, um, I'm moving on from last year, would, would Kildanian have anyone coming into that, to that line-up? I mean, obviously, there's a rap to county players and all playing very well in, in, in the blue and gold, the tip, but is there any new players that we should be looking out for? I'd say probably similar to last year's, I'd say. for See, it's early in the year, like, so, you know, that could change as it goes along, mm. but I suppose just a few young lads there, but um, whether they be starting or not, I wouldn't be too sure. Yeah, Nor yeah, would I, I give away such information. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Newport and Nina and Laura, Laura Dara and Boris. That's on, they're on Friday, uh, is it? New, No, Newport and Nina, so there's three games on the Thursday. So Newport oh. and Nina is on the Thursday in Portro. And um, then Tim Blary and Ross Gray is also on the Thursday evening oh, yeah. in Tumivara. Yeah, Tim Blary had a good win in the county league there at the weekend over Sean Tracy. He's put up a big score, 31 mm-hmm. points. I see that, yeah. And Tim Blary of Newcastle is a very strong team there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll be looking. Selves and Ross Gray have always been very even. I see their last couple of results there. It has um, always been close. Like So the two very even teams. Like So that should be a very... That could be one of the... If you had a bit for a draw for the weekend, that could be one to be a bit. Uh, maybe it's it. Ros Gray are putting in a lot of work underage. Um, like they were, they, they were won a minor or they were in a minor certainly two or three years ago, and the, their 14s won a won a county title against Capo White there last year as well. So they're obviously doing good work underage and trying to get yeah. that club going in the right direction. Well, I mean, obviously they're up in 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 Dan Breen, but certainly have have that um, conveyor belt of, of talent coming through. Um, he- yeah, yeah, uh, no, they, they 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 got to the minor final last year as well. They lost to um Ballinan. It's so Ross yeah. Gray have uh, as I say a conveyor belt coming through, and if I say that minor team that won the county was three three years ago now maybe that mm-hmm. looks to be nearly backbone and some of their senior team a lot of their lads are on the senior team now like so they'd be looking to impress now with uh, Dan Breen even as well this year as well like yeah. so they'd be fencing their chances. Um, Newport then and Nina Newport probably still licking their wounds a little bit after the Seamus Oreen last year uh, they, they were one of the farm teams in that very unlucky not to win it and Nina of course are, are, are Nina and um, have, have lots of talent um, that, that'll be an interesting game too yeah so Newport had a very good year last year I know they got so far but they've been kind of happy with how, how they performed like so mm-hmm. you know, to be fancy their chances again in that game obviously Nina will be seeing some they will be favourite seen as the, the Dan Breen team against the Seamus Arene team, like but yeah. um could be another competitive game too. You'd be hoping you hope it'll be all the games will be competitive. Yeah, yeah. And then to round out the first round games then Laura and Boris is Friday night in Nina, isn't it? Yeah, Friday night in Nina to round off the first round games. That's exactly it. Like so, so Boris will be looking to push on from their Dan Breen win from two years ago. And I suppose it's a Bonner Maher less Laura team, but sure. Mm-hmm. That's more of a case for the rest of the lads to stand up, I suppose you could say. Yeah, the last couple of years I've seen Brian Hogan um, play out the field and yes. playing at centre-back or centre-forward and uh, one of the Reddens in the goal. In the yes, yeah. yeah, Mikey Redden, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Redden, sorry, Patrick Redden. So, um, yeah, that's the tactic you have and I suppose it's hard to win a pocket against Brian Hogan if he's centre-back or centre-forward, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, and Boris, obviously, as you said, they're county champions two years ago and... and they, they lost the crown last year, but I mean they still have a, have a, a very good nucleus of of hurlers. Uh, we've seen how good Devaney was when he when he mm. came on there in for the twenties at in extra time. He still has that 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 spark and, and flair that can turn a game. 
Yeah, I oh know Burris will be very strong now this year. I suppose Jerry Kelly as well. That's continue mm-hmm. his uh, good performance. And you have Connor Kenny. And you know, it's so yeah. they'll be gunning for, I suppose, Winter Frank McGrath as well, as well as the Dan Breen. So they would be well able to do both. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so th- those six winners then go into the hat with, with the, the two teams that, that got the buys for, for the quarterfinals. Yeah. Those draws, I presume, will be made uh, sometime next week. Yeah, well, we hope to be made later in the week, yeah. and then them games will take place early to mid next week. So maybe you'll be looking at maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Like it's to, to confirm. So I won't. Yeah, yeah, so definitely because yeah, if he held out for a certain date, but uh, it's luckily made um, early next. Our them games, the quarterfinals, yeah. will take place next week, and then you'll be looking for the semi-finals of the weekend of the fourth after the yeah. yeah, and then the final thereafter then yeah so they take four four rounds to finish off the North exactly. senior, senior championship yeah uh, exactly it, the intermediate championship or championships championship slash league started already there uh, is it four teams you have in, in the in yeah yeah so that started on the 17th of July mid-July there um, so it was kind of Agreed amongst the North CC and amongst the, the clubs involved that uh, play off uh, a group of four as a league and that would determine the semi-final places for the um, championship. Yep. So the top team in the league, that uh, finished top of the league at the group stages, would play bottom and two play three. So that started, as I say, mid-July there. And Moneygall had a very impressive win over Borsa Kane. It was a 2.22 to 3.10. And then Shannon Rovers, um, were going very well this year. They're very they're going very well in the county league as well. They lost, they got to the final losing to Moneygall. But uh, in the first round, Shannon Rovers beat Ballinhinch 22 points to 118. And then, um, it was posed that round two games would go ahead last weekend. But as I just mentioned there, Shannon Rovers and Moneygall played in the county league, mm-hmm. so it was agreed, um, for Bursa Kane and Ballinhinch, the round three game to be bought forward, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um Ballinch won that at Bursa Kane, 18 points to 114. So um at top in the group, or no Ballinch, um that win puts them on two points along with Shannon Overs and Moneygall. Mm-hmm. So what's happened now is round two will take place, is scheduled to provisionally take place this weekend coming. Um Bursa Kane will host it's a it's a local derby. Uh, Bursa Kane will host Shannon Overs while uh Ballinch will host Moneygall. So that's the story with that at the moment. So when you go to Shen Rovers and Ballon Hinch are all on two points and then Burst Kane are, uh, have yet to pick up a win. But I suppose it's kind of shadow punching in a way that, um, you know, they could have led unavailable and, uh, at the moment. So yeah. I suppose we'll, we'll come down to the crunch when it comes to the semi-final of the championship. Yeah, yeah. The four teams are, are obviously very competitive in the, in the North Championship and in the County Championship. And, I suppose the way that intermediate championship is that any team that goes on a run is probably capable of winning it. And uh, Money Gall certainly seems to be the the form team um, at the moment, um, just in, in intermediate level across um, across the board. They, I think they're managed by by my mate Paul O'Brien from from um, well, he's from originally from Templemore, but living in in, in Money Gall. But they're they they're going very well at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, yes, well, they've Sean Keneally there as well from the minor team from was it last year or two years ago as the breaking on. I said from last year, I'd say he's breaking onto that team, so he's a good addition along with yeah. Joe Forty. But, uh, but see, any of the four North intermediate teams, yeah. when you go to Shannor's, Ben Lynch, Persecane, all fancy chances of winning the North intermediate, and it will all, it won't stop there. Like, they all fancy your chances of getting promoted 
yeah. up to uh, Seamus Arene like so it's a very even championship as you can see by the scores already I think there's two of the games that were just a point in them like so to be no high scoring and competitive games like so yeah four, uh, four again, years again are in Cavoid's group in, in the championship this year and we played them two years ago in Kilcommon it was a draw and we had Rovers last year We that was on up in General Rovers last year that was on up in Newport and we won that by five or six points, but I mean, a fine, tough game as well. So, I mean, but like, as I said, that intermediate championship, any team can, can win yeah. it as a, as, a, as a fine line between a good year and a bad year and intermediate. Absolutely, sure is, sure is. So, yeah. um, that's those two championships. They're, they're up and running or certainly will be this week. Um, yeah. North, the Junior A and Junior B, I know there was league going on as championship due to start. Yeah, the Junior A Championship started last Friday evening there. Burst Lee um, had a very good win over Ross Gray. It was a 2-14 to 115. Ross Gray had won the Junior B, uh, or Junior, sorry, Junior A League. So it was a very good win for Burst Lee. They're um, improving now uh, uh, with the Junior A team. Um, very been impressive last year or two. So uh, did a good win to start off. And then Killer Wine are playing Chumivera this Thursday evening, Clock Jordan at 7. So that's the first um, two first round games. So Junior A is a group of five. So Nina Rogue are also in that as well. And Nina mm-hmm. Rogue had a bye in the first round. So out of the group of five, the top four um, yeah. straight into semi-finals. So it's five yeah. teams playing for four spots. Like. Yeah, very good. And Junior B, is that open Junior B is scheduled to start um, the weekend after next. The weekend of, is, is it the 14th, is it? Um, yeah, the weekend to the 14th. Uh, so there's 13 teams in the Junior B. Uh, there's a group of five and a group of four. And the top two teams get promoted out of that. Very so good. that's the Junior B Championship as well. So plenty of hurling you had there. And there's also hoping to be a Junior C team as well, or Junior C Championship. Um, that's hoping to start maybe mid-August as well, but that's to be confirmed as well, just to get, get confirmation of teams and stuff. Very good. So that's that's um, that's a good roundup there of the, the North Hurling Championships there from PRO, Michael Quinn. And just while we have you on the line, Michael, we'll just pass on our sympathies from the podcast to um, Michael Tierney and the death of his his father. Um, that's that's going to the church, I think, this Thursday or Friday. Yeah. So um, yeah. he rest Thanks, in Michael. peace. Thanks, um, Michael, thanks very much for joining us on yeah, the Premier League. Thanks, Mike. Sam, we'll talk soon again. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Okay, we're delighted to be joined on the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast by Morgan Lanigan, the mid-tip PRO. Uh, you're very welcome, Morgan. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us. No bother at all. So, uh, Morgan, t- uh, tonight is Wednesday. Then The mid-senior championship is kicking off tonight. You've two games on, I think. Yeah, we've preliminary rounds. Um, well, for the first time there, we have two, four, six, eight, ten. We have ten teams competing in the mid senior hurling division, and so that's thanks to Gurtnahoo, Glengool, bridging a thirty-two year gap. It's supposed to be thirty-three years now uh, since they hurled senior. So the the reward for them is is a day out against Clonic Kenny, and with the COVID, of course, to his home advantage was given in these games. Uh, for the toss of the kind and Gordon who were lucky enough and a lot of work gone into their grounds there to be very a lot of proud people in in uh, in the parishes of Glen Gordon who Glen Gould um when they take on Clonic Kenny this evening. Both teams no doubt will will definitely feel this is a, a game they can win. And of course we all like to think that before the ball is thrown in, but you know it doesn't always happen. But in this case I think both teams will definitely feel they're in with a great shout of uh uh, making uh, get, making the next round and uh, a knockout match against the winners of the other preliminary match. Um, I know Clonakenny just not 
have suffered a few uh, bereavements there over the last few days and players involved. And look, our condolences go out to all them from the mid-board delegates and all that and all the other clubs. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to gather themselves and look where the jersey with pride and, and, and honour for those who passed Gales, who passed away. Uh, uh, as I say, Michael, then the, the winner of that will play Upper Church Strumban and Torrid Sarsfield's Orion team. Uh, Upper Church Strumban will be, are the last contenders of a mid-final and uh, to those of us who were there, I think even from a neutral's point of view, it was definitely one that was that was left after him. Mm-hmm. Um, big shame. He was prowling on the edge of the square, and we were. I was right behind the goal, and I was just wondering, oh my God, where is that protection? And to be fair, usually over church from band, you could rely on them to add that bit of protection to the full back line, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem to be there at the crucial time. And uh, Shamey got the goal to break over Church Strumban Hearts. But look, they'll be back again and they'll be confident, they'll be wanting to get this win, you know, to lay down the marker. But Turles Sarsfields have young lads coming through there. I'd say you might even see the likes of a Paddy Creed and they're coming on to that kind of team, um, causing a threat. If Matthew Green for Upper Church could continue on from where he was last year, you know, that'll be key. Uh, to to how the the match will go for Upper Church, uh, Drumban. I know the, the when the, the couple of the shorts have taken a step back from the senior. So look, there's gaps there to be filled, but they have some young talent coming through Upper Church. Lads have been wearing the county jersey at minor and and, and under twenty. So look, that's the between them two. Then they'll play in the quarterfinals. That will be down for this weekend. The yep. winner of Gurnahoo, Glen Gould and Clannacenny and Upper Church, Trumban and Torres Sarsfields. That match is set for Sunday, 1pm in Temple Moor. So then the other, if we look through the other ones, I think the pick of him uh, for me would be was the, 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 the neighbour aspect of it. And there's, there's probably a lot of it as well in divisions. But J.K. Brackens and Lockmore Castellani definitely serves up a match. Uh, a match that will be one to be watching. Hopefully, it is streamed there for for the majority of the public to get to see. Uh, J.K. Brackens, as we know, in county finals there, they they uh, won the Orion recently enough. That's getting the county final win. They were in the football county final. Getting to the latter stages of tournaments is an experience that you just cannot buy and. Mm-hmm. No early season training can uh, account for that. Um, Michael, you know yourself. Um, so look, they, Paddy Cadell as well, another feather in the calf for the club. There's a man, we have to go back a, a decade or more, I suppose, before Temple Moore man was wearing the, the blue and gold. And that's things that you want to see, you know. And they're competing even further down the grades and keeping numbers. So they're pulling in the right way. The other side of that, then we have a lot more Castellani who, who should look. I mean, who, who, there's people, nobody in the country sure doesn't know what they did last year and the, the misfortune that they came across. Uh, the thing is now is can they go to the well again? And that will be the big, uh, the big issue, isn't it? I suppose, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly will. I mean, um. Yeah, a lot more. I mean, just everyone's heart, as much as we were happy for Kildangan to win their first county title, I think everyone's heart went out to the lot more for in the manner in which in which it happened, I suppose. And and just to see 
the devastation on, on the McGraths, I suppose, who we all know from 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 tip fame that to, to see them and especially I suppose again whatever a week later in the football but um, as, as you mentioned the Brackens their Brackens are a team uh, that are coming um, in, in, in the county I mean uh, you mentioned Paddy Cadell but they have a lot of other guys Andrew Ormond there as well who's involved is, is probably one that a lot of people will be saying should have probably made got a run with the county you know and, and has played very well and um, but uh, Eamon Corcoran is, is running a, a serious ship there for, for um, be it as whatever manager, the, the senior team or chairman or whatever role he takes on. He really has them going in, in, in the right direction. And, and um, Aoife Percy, their secretary for, for a long time. But, but they certainly are. That, that's a very intriguing game. I hope I hope it is um, streamed. That it'll, be, it'll be a good one to, to watch. and. Uh, but another one there that that probably catches the eye maybe a little bit is Holy Cross and Sayers, uh, Morgan. That's that's the other quarter, another quarter, uh, quarter final. Yeah, Holy Cross and, and Sarsfield. Holy Cross have a couple of lads there again that are coming. They've had young, as we all know, the amount of minor titles that they won at mid and under twenty one. Them lads should be really coming of age now and. I know as well they're competing very at a good level, their second team. And that's that's a big thing as well. If you want your first team to be pushing on, that the boys on the fringes are playing to a high level and pushing the boys on the first team. Like Cottle, of course, will have the, the big weight on his shoulders um, to help bring the team through. And he does, he's he, he's really hurling out, out of his skin. I think he's probably hurling the best he has you know, I suppose when you have the referees and the public going, uh, he's getting, or sorry, the public demanding that he's getting a, a, a rough ride of it, you know, you're after turning a, a corner kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. And if he can perform on the day and the Holy Cross can get the, get that good start, you know, that's vital when you're, look, let's, let's make no bones about it. They're the underdog going into it. Mm-hmm. And um, Sarsfield will, uh, Sarsfield will grind you out, you know. If, if you're not on your day and you're not catching that first time ball, you know, the modern game is becoming a lot more open and is the first touch and how sharp you are. And that all comes down to it. And the training away is fine, but how you handle the day and your nerve, because we all know these players, they'll catch 100 balls out of 100 on any given day, which is when the jerseys are on and the crowd is there and they know it is that championship decider. And it's especially knockout again as well, you know, isn't it great to have a knockout hurling? You know, in divisions again. Yeah, Holy Cross will have. Um, I, I don't know whether they'll have him this weekend, but Brian Amara obviously was a was a guy that was going very well for Tip, and that's how a lot of people will know him. Um, I mean, he when the first game was picked for the National League, Sheedy had him in at number seven, and I mean, between the Sars and Holy Cross, they could have had four of the six backs. I suppose if Brian hadn't got injured, such was his form going into the year. You know, so he'd be he'd be a a, a vital cog for them. I suppose over the course of the year, but if they can get him fit for for Sunday, it'll be it'll be a quick year, and we and we all know that. And even if he was to play a, a role, I'm not too sure, as you say yourself, whether he'd be there. I'm sure every effort will be made to do it. Tis uh, having the, the big panel, and that's uh, go back then to what I was saying about their second team. And she looks at we all know Sars have their second team playing senior as it is. Tis it, it you know you're going to uh, go into your squad. Hopefully Brian O'Mara can make a be, be there and perform to his best and then make a real game of it for Sarsfield. Sarsfield, I suppose, with the two boys after being in with the senior team, you know, look, 
it's not ideal, is it? Like, and it was, I was at the last mid-board meeting and, and, you know, it was kind of flagged. It's not easy for the, the, any of the club's players that were involved in the county, you know, to, to get over this. Um, it was a great accolade to have for your so many members or whatever to be representing their county. But then you're kind of going, oh, God, here, what are we going to do now? You know, I hope the boys are able to get their heads. Because, look, it's not. It's not, there's no switches here, like, Hurling is an emotional thing and these players have to try and level themselves off and, and go again and look sure wish all the players that were representing their county that they can perform to their level because we all know the, the focus sure we're mentioning the names here because they're all, they're all mm. off the tip of the tongue and sure God bless them if they, if they don't catch a ball and bury it into the top corner from a run from full back you know so yeah. look, let's look to all those players and a good game there with the near neighbours yeah, and then, then your final quarter final then is Mikearkey Boris and Drum, another intriguing game. Mikearkey obviously have a, a, some good underage success and and uh, probably haven't pushed on as well as they they might have hoped. Um, whereas Drum have they've had some success lately with, with minors at B and, and A and, and and some good quality players. So they they that could be a humdinger of a game too. Yeah, uh, Drum Drum is, uh, their Drum had their uh, minor group and. Themselves and Dorley Sog went toe to toe for years all the way coming through. And between them, if one didn't win the county final, the other did. And there's a few of those boys, John Campion, of Nod probably is the is the one standout. He played his minor for two years. He'll be himself and others. And they have the young lads, Fintan Purcells and this, that are are, are coming through. And the young champions Larkin is uh, John's brother. Mm-hmm. But they have the others again. Shame is as fit as he'd like to be. You know, it is. There's, you know, you get into that situation. Then, how how will they handle it? Because McCarkey Burris, as you've said rightly, said uh, they won. I think five under sixteen county titles in a row between hurling football. Uh, they they absolutely dominated the division. Uh, the, the group coming division and county coming up along, mm-hmm. and then they passed the mantle on to Doris Og. I think for another three or four years. But between the, them three clubs, they dominated the juvenile. But it always doesn't always equate to, um, to the senior level. It takes, look, life gets in the way. You know, it is easy when the boys are being chauffeured around there. Mm-hmm. As, as I always say, they have a better life than a professional sports there because they don't even have to drive. They don't have to pay a bill, <laughs> cook a dinner. You know, when you're in school, then look, obviously they have to get the school grades there. But when you're playing juvenile or then life comes in and you have work and you have mm. college and you know it's it's not a, as easy a package to uh, to get over the line. But a definite uh, hey, a, a game both teams will feel they can win, and McCarkey did very well to 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 retain their status and to something that gives them pride. And again, playing to the latter stages of the season, you know, winning the football a couple of years back and their senior football there as well. You know, that, that stands to them. And if they can keep blooding the players coming through, you know, it is, it's, it is all good. Like mid-Tipperary, we have Mind Temple 2 there reaching to get up into senior. Mm-hmm. Senior hurling in the mid-Tipperary is, is well and truly alive. You know, I know we didn't fare on so well in, in the senior last year, but look, we were in the final and uh, the, the, the mid, mid-division is, is, is not too happy about not the Dan Breen not being... Uh, back in the division, but look, there's many of the club there that are hoping they'll take it home. 
Yeah. Um, just just before we leave my key, Max Hackett obviously played very well for the 20s. Um, there, he, he's, a, he's a guy that really uh, stands out. He's a guy that's on everybody's name, I suppose, for his performances in the, in the 20s. And maybe one that whoever, Liam Sheedy or whoever is over the, the seniors next year should probably be looking at as being part of the panel. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, as I say, I was mid-PRO at the board of Nog when I see these boys coming through. And he was, he's so elusive is what he has. He, he'd be on one foot and he's just able to turn direction. You think you have him. You don't know where the ball is. You don't know where he is. Uh, and that's just a prospect that no defender wants to face. Himself, there's a few others there. Jack Fallon, I suppose, and not he's on the way back. That's a, another uh, player that would be hoping to make a, a, an impact. But certainly Max Hackett, I saw him there. He, he was helping out with mid-Tipperary panels there, you know, speaking to the players mm-hmm. and, you know, passing on. And a lot of the boys would have probably went to the same school as that. And, you know, it's great for players like that to give their time and to give that, make that connection for the, the young players. Because looking up, I suppose, seniors a big jump from when you're a juvenile. But when you have players like Max Hackett working hard, and hopefully, yeah, yeah they, they, Max Hackett getting two, three or something like that. You know, a drum an inch will, will not, will need to score a big score. But yeah, all pointing towards a great game there too. Yeah, absolutely. So that's four very intriguing games here um, in the quarterfinals, which are down for next Sunday in, in the mid-championship. I, uh, I presume we're probably looking at semi-finals the following weekend. Is that the plan? Yes. Look, I mean, obviously, the, as I said at the meeting, there was... Calls, why is it starting so quickly? Deadlines. Look, Deadline, we're all, cont- yeah. you know, it, it's this. Nobody wants this at all. Like, we want them preliminary rounds on the weekend and build up then to the following weekend. You know, even weekend on weekend is a little bit tough on, on clubs. Sure is. Yeah, especially uh, the dual clubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dual clubs there. And, and we have we have five clubs involved in senior football as well, you know, which is, which is a, a great for a division which with uh, 12 clubs, um, we have 10 teams and the nine, nine clubs represented in the senior hurling. Uh, it it's, look, getting, getting the games played, it has to be done. So the semi-finals will be on the following week, draws to be made the Monday, Monday evening. And we hope, look, Jacob Bracken's playing Lockmore at 7 o'clock in Temple Tui on Sunday. Turles Sarsfields and Holy Cross, there's a bit of caveat with that there. It's Sunday, 5 o'clock. If the Sarsfields B team lose, that's t- tonight. But if it's not, it's played Saturday evening, 7 p.m. A lot of negotiation went into arranging that little one. And then the Karki Burrs are playing drum and inch at 12 o'clock in the Holy Cross. And to the, just to note, I suppose, the, the effort that clubs go to host in these matches, you know, it is, it's, it's a credit to the people that are inside these clubs. Um, you know, we all know we between parking the cars, standing, you know, looking after dressing rooms. It's a vital cog in, in making sure these games run. And to note in as well, Centenary Co-op, Turtles are our sponsors. They're getting very little out of it, you know. And without, without them, we're leaning on it very heavy the last couple of years because of the lack of attendance. And by God, do we, we need them now, you know. And thanks very much to them. And it's a, it's a great partnership with Centenary Co-op and Turtles. Sure and, is. Uh, sure. Yeah, look, hey, the mid championship. You know, sure. is- as always, as always, with, with a lot of teams that 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 have designs on on winning Dan Breen. Uh, the intermediate hurling is also uh, kicking off. Morgan, Wine, Temple, Dewey, and Borlahan 
and drum are also in, in that competition as well. Yeah, and here we have a replay, a very much anticipated replay of Mine Temple Tui and Borland Duella. They played the county semi-final last year. Borland Duella probably maybe going that step further than they would have even hoped themselves. But I know there's a young group in there and uh, they, from word what I was hearing, they were the ones that was driving it on and they were the ones being the leaders and getting the results over the line. And then all of a sudden they turned, they, you know, look, it, was, it has been a dark old couple of years for Borland Duella. There's no, there's no uh, getting away from that. But they've certainly turned the corner. And now they're a tough prospect for any team uh, that they face. Mine Temple Tui are there knocking on that door. And, you know, sure, the, 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 the players, the quality of the player they have there, Connor Bow, exceptional with the footballers. And Garoud hey, look, Gerard O'Connor, those boys have uh, Celtic crosses in their back pockets, you know. And yeah. there's a great experience and, and a great want in that club to, to be uh, back at the senior table. And look, it's a toss of a kind, really. Uh, Mind Table 2, we got the couple of goals that won the game the last day. Uh, I know Vorlan will obviously be more than aware of that for the, the next day. So, look, a very exciting game there. And uh, the winner of that will go through to the final and the loser plays from an inch in the, in the semi-final. So, they're not, it's not all lost, but still, who, who wants to lose when you're playing in the mid? Absolutely. And Morgan Lennigan, mid PRO, thanks for joining us on the Premier Review and the best of luck with your championships. And we might be talking to you again in a couple of weeks' time to have a review of them, if that's all right. Yeah, no, Spahan, Michael, thanks. And best of luck to all the clubs involved across the county this weekend. Thank you. Okay, last but not least, uh, the West Division are up. John O'Shea, PRO of the board, you're welcome to the Premier Review. Uh, hello, Michael. Uh, so, John, the West Division are not certain the scene or hurling this weekend. It's Saturday week. Uh, what, what's the format and who's involved? Yeah, the format, uh, there's four teams in the West this year, uh, two semifinals and a final. Same way, that's in senior hurling and in intermediate hurling. Uh, we're starting on Saturday the 15th. Sorry, Saturday the 14th, senior hurling semifinal, uh, 6 p.m. in Bansha. Air Ogan and Carlton take on Cashel King Cormacs. Um, look, at Cashel there have a few additions to their squad this year and, and, and you know, they'll fancy their chances of getting back in the role of honour in, in West Tipperary. It's a long, long time now since they, since they got their hands on the, on, on the Limo, the Wire Cup. Uh, you know, county players there, own Connolly there, and then they have Rhino, the Wire, back from Dublin uh, this year, back in their, in their ranks. Uh, then they have the, 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 the newly additions there from, from uh, Nakavelli Kikim's uh, J.R. Brown, uh, Nathan Ryan, uh, Devin Ryan, and Alan Brown. And then if you throw in the likes of uh, Conor O'Dwyer, the two Bonners, Ross and Con and John Darmody, you know, very, very formidable outfit, very strong outfit. Now, they recently won the, won the Crossco Cup there uh, last week there. And, you know, very, very strong outfit without, without having a, a full side. Now, they go up against Anacarty, Mike, which we know, we know what Anacarty are for, for all. They're probably like, if you go back over the last, suppose, 15 years, uh, um, Michael, did, you know, Clonauti and Anacarty have sort of dominated West Tipperary Senior Hurland. Clonauti there for a few years, and Anacarty came in, and Clonauti again. And even in the years there now that 
that Clonardi were winning there, you know, and Carty were just maybe a pint or two, and we all remember the the great uh, for the two thousand and nineteen, yeah, the the the, the drawn game down in Bancha and the yeah. replay replay the next Sunday. I mean, I mean, the, the, those games were 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 really outstanding, and 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 that's what, and even you take the final last year. I mean, for for an awful lot of that game, Mayor Ogan and Carty were there or thereabouts, uh, Stevie, you know, or uh, Mike, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so it's it's going to be a hard one to call, you know what I mean? Uh, but that, that, that's we, I think we're going to be in for a, for a thriller in that game, um, uh, Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, two, two, you know, they have Darren Mooney, Conor O'Brien, the Foxes, Brian, Tom, and Kevin. You know, Dermot Ryan, Donald O'Dwyer, Paddy O'Dwyer, Shawnee Ryan, young lads. A lot of those guys have three West medals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Paddy O'Dwyer in the ranks. All these lads there. So I, I think you know it's going to be a very hard one to call. Uh, I think it's going to be an outstanding game, and it's in Bancha at 6 p.m. on Saturday the 14th, which is Saturday week. And then the next um, the next day, 2 p.m. in Dundrum, Sunday the 15th, Sean Tracy's taking on Clonelty Rossmore. Clonelty the holder of this, uh, and 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 the the you know the role of honour, the lead role of honour in the in the division. Long time since Sean Tracy's won a senior championship because they were back down intermediate for a long time. Won the intermediate two years ago. Got ran in a organic Carty last year above in Capo White in the semi-final. I think there's one point in the finish in a real humdinger of a game. Uh, a game again that uh, you know anyone could have won coming down the home straight. Now I suppose the difference being uh this year and last year was that and Carty were missing their county players last year during that game, and they would definitely. But I, I would say though, uh, in in that competition, Mooney was missing out of the goals. But that day, Jamie Dwyer didn't put a foot wrong in the goals for for, for Aerog. So, but the Fox, uh, it was a Kevin there or a Brian, you know, and and Kevin was injured. So look at. Um, Places there have, you know, Shane Stableton in the goal, the two Rogers, Shawnee and Jody. Jody might be, you know, we mightn't get the full hour out of him, but uh, he's definitely a, a great man to have on the sideline. Young Pat Deegan there, the two Careys, Brian and Paddy, Mikey and Matt Feehan, you know, all these lads there, they have, they've, they've won an intermediate county medal there. Uh, and, you know, they came up last year, stayed up in, in, in the, in the Seamus Oreen, uh, would like to go a bit further, would love to get back in a West final. I know that. Uh, look at Trinotia, as I said, were the holders there. Uh, going to, Declan O'Dwyer has retired the goalie. They're, they're tried and trusted. The man who you know won loads of games from took him out of trouble on various occasions. None other than in that 2018 county final. We even went back to last year's West final there. A couple of great saves as well. Um, we have probably Dar- uh, David Egan will probably take over in the goals or maybe Jimmy Maher. It's probably between the two. David Egan is the junior A goalie. Jimmy Maher is an outfield player, but has played in the goals before. So uh, that's one that we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the Hammersleys, Timmy and Connor. Timmy, I suppose, last year was, you know, as good as probably one of the outstanding hurlers in the West Division last year. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, brother Connor. Then we have Cahal Burke and Dylan Quirk. Dylan Quirk missed out on the on the championship last year due to the due to the county commitments there. Uh, Jimmy Ryan Con, John O'Keefe, you know, all these lads are still there. Like they might be a year older and and, and uh, but there's a you know a few young lads coming in. I think young young um young Slattery there. Uh, I can't see Stephen Fern come making the starting fifteen, uh, Mike. 
but I, I think Danny Slattery could slot in, could slot in there. Now, but uh, you know they're, they're still the Hef- and the Heffernan there. You know they're, they're they're still a very formidable outfit. Uh, again, it's it's going to be uh, you know and and Tracy's there got one over one over on them there in the quarterfinal of the Crossgold Cup there a couple of weeks back. Uh, and now he'll be out to make an atonement for that, and Tracy's will be probably you know to try and build on that. Uh, on that victory there. So look at those two games, uh, uh, Mike, are on, as we say, the weekend, the weekend after the, the Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th. And also that weekend, and, and by the way, the, 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 the West final is penciled in for the following Saturday. Um, and also that weekend there, we have the intermediate uh, semi-finals. Now, four teams again in the intermediate this year. Uh, we have, we lost um, Galtier over from last year. They were, uh, went down to, uh, to relegate down to junior A. But we have Aravail Rovers back up after a couple of years there, back up there, county junior champion, junior A champions there a few weeks ago. And we kick off again our, our, with uh, on the Saturday, 3 p.m. in Sean Tracy Park, Kickhams and Kappa White. That's a, a, a sort of a replay of the, the, two, the 2020 final, which took place there four or five weeks ago, a game in which the Kickhams were were uh, you know very very strong on the day, really up for it. A uh, couple of new players coming in there, Jack Breen in the goals. Then they have um, Owen Carew. He's still there. He's probably getting back to full fitness now. Again, he he, he played in the forwards, I think, in that final. But he's back in his formidable place there in the defence. Now we have you know I think young Connor Horgan will probably get a start in that. Uh, Mike, his first year up. Uh, you know, at adult level, he's been playing there in the in the Crossco Cup final, in the Crossco Cup semi final, uh, and also, but he's been playing junior junior B there because uh, he's first up both in the league uh, and in the in the the championship. Uh, Jamie Duncan, another you know guy that I think will probably make it. Dean Thompson, Davy Butler there, who's captain of the side, and then you have the two O'Carrolls there, Paddy and Walter. You know what I mean? And you have the McCormicks, Mike and, and Owen. So look at again a young team that building from scratch there. They had the, these minors there from a few years ago. You know they had B teams and A teams, and and they had these guys are just slotting in now, and you know they haven't been rushed into it. And they, you know they're looking they're looking good, Mike. Now Kappa Whiting were probably disappointing in that uh, intermediate final. Few injuries there, very hard when you go into a thing and you're missing three or four lads from injuries. Now I don't know what the situation is. There's probably there's still probably one or two of those that's still injured. You know, they have the barriers there, Anthony, Willie, Perky, Colin Wire, then Ryan Renahan, Reen Doody, Gantley, Garrod Ryan, you know, all great players. Uh, 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 you know, they they good minor teams as well. So it's a matter now of making the transition from underage up to adult. Um, I, I think, you know, I think we'll probably have a way closer game, Mike, than what we had in the uh, in the West Final there a couple of weeks back, you know, in last year's West Final. That's, uh, as I say, 3 p.m. on the Saturday in, in uh, Tracy Park. And then that brings us to 12 noon on the Sunday um, in Capo White, Sunday the 15th, Golden which were the champions there from, uh, what is it, 2019? 19, yeah. yeah. Again, I remember a real thriller below that, that date was a curtain raiser to the senior final, which was a draw. That game ended in a draw again. But it, was, um, it went to extra time. And, uh, you know, 
Golden, you know, got over the line in extra time. They they, they got the, I suppose the equalising goal down at the far end in Banjo. They had to bring the game for extra time. Uh, uh, probably uh, a final that Kappa probably would feel that they left behind them. But for just the battling qualities that they of of Golden now Golden probably may have slipped back a little bit since that. Now, the same year they were beaten there by Kiladangan in the county semi-final down in, I think, was it in the Raga Holy Cross? Or down to the mid-venue anyway. Again, lost it probably in the last minute or two of the game, a game that they will felt that they should have lost there. Now, and as I say, then Kiladangan went on to the to, to, to the to play Tracy's in the, in the final. That was a year that two teams were going up, you know, and it was probably... Uh, felt golden felt that they you know again that they but look at they still have a lot of that team and some young guys coming up Jack Leamy Niall Hefferman you know Shania Hallam still there Andy Burns great man on the freeze great for, then they have the O'Connells Keen Aiden and Shane Killian Hayden in the goals uh, they will fancy their chances against Aravale now Aravale came up as we know they had a great victory they had over in Dundrum against Holy Cross a couple of weeks ago they are in that Junior A final the late goal there, getting them over the line. Thomas Leeson, the goals. Gerard De Wire, you know, Lowry, Daniel Lowry, Matthew Moroni, Mikey O'De Wire got a lot of scores that day. I think he got, was well, he got the goal in that. Got the goal in to win it, yeah. The winner that, that, that the evening in Dundrum. Niall Sharp, you know, Timmy Dalton is still there or thereabouts. Uh, probably maybe even come off the bench, you know. They have uh, a few young lads, uh, but they have a sort of a, you know, they're a sort of a settled side. They have uh, your man Lillis in over them since, you know, since the turn of the year there. And um, he's working wonders with them. And they're, they're you know, they're, they're, they're going to be, they were, you know, they didn't waste any time coming back up from, from uh, you just lost out the first year to, to Carrick Davins, we'll say, in 2019. Uh, by I'd say just four or five points in the finish of it, but it was one of these games that could have gone either way. But they made no, and you know, they didn't let that disappoint him. They got back last year, as I said, uh, before the COVID breakup. There, they beat Clonelty in the West Final, and they beat, uh, oh, sorry, in the semi final, and, and Rockwell Rovers in the final. And then they had the long, I fancied them that time probably to go all the way in the county. Then the long, long wait over the winter. We didn't know what way they'd pan out, but God, they came out fighting again. And we know what happened, and they're back up. And you know they would like to get back into a West uh, Intermediate Final, and 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 you know they'll be there or there. But I think you're going to have uh, between the Intermediate and Senior all these teams. I think we're going to have some, couple of, you know some great games there over that weekend. The two semi-finals in Senior, the two semi-finals in Intermediate, and and, and as I said, both finals are are scheduled for the following uh, Saturday, which is a Saturday the twenty first, Mike. Yeah. Uh, that's that's you know something to look forward to. It's knockout hurling. Anything can happen on the day. Uh, now, and I suppose the big added incentive is for all teams is it's linked to the county. So the winners of the intermediate and the senior in the west are you know guaranteed the place in the preliminary quarter final later on in the year if they don't make it out of the groups their respective groups in the county championship. Uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it certainly is four, four very good games in store there in, in the West, uh, there on the weekend of the 14th and 15th. Um, John, how are you getting on in other championships? All going well? All going well, uh, Mike. Uh, we're um, the Junior A, that, that weekend as well, we'll have a second round of the Junior A championship. I think we have, uh, who are we in that? We have Cashel, 
no, Cashel have two games played. We have Clonulty and Latin and Cullen. We have um, Rockwell Rovers and Galti Rovers. And by that that Friday evening, their next Friday Friday week, which is Friday there, whatever it is, the 13th, we should have, all the teams should have two games played. So moving along, we'll be sort of halfway through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Junior B Championship is uh, taking shape. Uh, a lot of teams have two 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 games played out of the three. Kickhams have 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 qualified for the quarter final. Uh, the runners up in that group will be the the winners of Aravale Rovers and Cashel. Out of the other one of the other groups, their group uh, A A R O and Carty have made it to the quarter final at least, and with a possibility if they win the next match, they'll be into the semi final. Clonty um, got a win over Capo White last night uh, in their game, and I think they're probably their 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 delayed game with Salahedge will probably be taking place around that around that weekend as well. We have uh, uh, Salahed on one game, uh, one game apiece, and Rose Green. So look at that group is very tight, and it could uh, it could eventually come down to score difference. You know what I mean? Yep. Mike, it's so tight. But look at everything is moving nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, our junior football championship uh, is on this coming weekend, uh, continuing as is the junior B football. Uh, but we also have the we have the semi-finals and finals of the sorry semi-finals of the intermediate football and the senior football the coming weekend in kicking off that would on, on on Friday on Friday evening we have Golden and Cashel in Golden in in the first semi-final of the intermediate football. And then the next Saturday evening in Dundrum we have Galti Rovers who are back down from uh, from senior football and in, in the intermediate football for the first time in their history. And they take on uh, Clonulty Rossmore, who are the West uh, holders of the, 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 the West Championship in that they, they defeated Rockwell Rovers there a couple of weeks back into the late final. And that brings us on into the semi-final of the, of the senior football on Saturday, uh, Saturday next in Capo White at 7pm, Aerogan and Carty against Aravale Rovers. And in the following Tuesday, Tuesday the, Tuesday the 10th, uh, we have Outen Bancher, Rockwell Rovers, newly promoted, first time up senior football in a long number of years, and they take on Aherlow uh, in, in that semi-final. So look, things are moving nicely along, Mike, and 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 uh, by by you know two weeks time, three weeks time, by the, put it this way, before the county championship starts, we should be well well uh, into our championships here uh, before the county senior football and senior hurling and intermediate hurling and football starts on that 29th and following weekend we should have uh, should be you know in a, in, a, in a good position some of them over and some of them at a, the others at an advanced stage yeah absolutely no very good and uh, we wish you the best of luck John the West Division in your championships this year and it's great to see Tipperary Co-op and, and the Credit Union and Shane Hennessy back involved as sponsors again. They've been loyal sponsors of the competitions over the last number of years. They have, and we have. We want to thank them because they, like, even you know, when things was going bad in the division there for a while and all, they stuck with us, uh, stayed with us, and uh, you know, uh, I think we, we, you know, the board is very, very thankful to them, and long may it continue, and 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 you know. Uh, the the Tipperary, the AIB and Tipperary for the junior football, uh, and you know, as I say, uh, everyone else involved and in all uh, all our, our sponsors right down through the through, through the things. So that, that's that's where we are, Mike, and, yeah. and uh, hopefully now everything will go well for us. Absolutely, no, uh, John O'Shea, PRO of the Westport. Thanks a million for joining us on the Premier View, and we might talk to you again in a couple of weeks' time to see how you got on. All right, Mike. Thank you.
Right, so lads, the four divisional boys have given their previews of the the championships that are starting tonight. Um, Inda, we'll go north to you. Um, some good games going on there. You're out yourselves against the Mines. Um, how do you think you'll get on? Um, well, we have a, a fairly good preparation done for us. Um, no lads uh, in with the county panel, so there's been very little disruption to training and going pretty well in the few league matches we played. We played fairly well. Good game against Burris there. Lost by a couple of points, but it was a great run out. Um, it's hard to judge where you're at without a championship match in so long. So, look, uh, Silver Mines are, are struggling a bit the last few years. They're fairly heavily reliant on Jason Ford. So, look, we should be beating them on the night anyway. Whatever the scoreline is, I don't know. I couldn't couldn't even venture, I guess. But, uh, yeah, we should be beating the Mines anyway. Yeah, Michael Quinn was on there and he was talking about uh, Michael Parker and their, um, that, the guy that was minor there last year and he, that he was on the 20 panel this year. He'll be a good addition to the Mines going into this year, won't he? Yeah, and Conor McKelvey is eligible as well. Yeah. Two good young lads. Look, you don't want to be putting too much pressure on them at that age. Like They're they're only going to be finding their feet. But there's a good few nice underage hurdles coming through in the Mines there. They've kind of, kind of stagnated the last few years trying to keep things afloat while these lads come on. So... Yeah. Look, they'll, they'll improve the team, no doubt, but uh, they're still very young yet. Like. Yeah, so look, there's there's six games going on in the north there over the next uh, three nights. Um, most of them, I think may- maybe all of them, are Dan Breen versus James Areen teams. Uh, should we be seeing the, the six Dan Breen teams coming out on top? Uh, probably the only one where you dispute the result maybe is Rascara Templeary. Um, look, Templeary are not a Van Breen team, but they have the quality in their team to be one. Um, just didn't get over the line on a few occasions in semis and finals in the Orene. Um, but they're playing Ross Gray, who are coming good with a few good underage teams themselves the last few years. Uh, but that'll be a tight enough game, I'd say. And no, I'd be, I'm actually going into it myself. It's on inside in the village there. So it should be a right good game. Very little between them, I'd say, on the night. Probably might edge Ross Gray by a couple of points, but it'll be tight enough, I'd say. Yeah, so look, just uh, we, we won't go through each game and give a prediction, but just overall, the North Senior Championship, um, probably Kiladeng and Boris Ali have probably dominated this uh, the last couple of years, being the two best teams in it. Do you think there'll be someone from the pack coming up to take that title, or do you only see a winner coming from the two of them? Um, you can't rule out Nina. You really can't rule out Nina. I'd say out of the three, the three of them, I'd say you might get a winner. Look, if we build up a good head of steam, we might have a good good say in it. If we uh, look, if we come up against Kildang, and I don't think we'll beat them, but we're capable of beating anyone else. They just seem to be a bogey team for us. And um, look, other teams won't have the preparation we have either, in terms of having the group together and the continuity there, lads, not chopping and changing, coming in and out. So you'd, you'd imagine we'd be a bit sharper than a few teams starting out. But um, it's, it's it's hard to know what will happen with the winners because the games are so close together and. Lads are going to be tired and it's, it's a bit of a balls, but at least it's getting played. That's the only thing. But uh, look, you're looking at Burris, Kildang and Nina, maybe us if we get a good head of steam going. Yeah. Um, just just on that, the, the schedule of the games, uh, Sean Flynn was on tipcast there with Shane Brophy and he was probably giving out a little bit that two games in four or five days so quickly into the championship with, with, could cripple teams. Do you think that's a fair comment? Uh, it's a very fair comment. Uh I know for a fact a lot of management teams around aren't happy with it. it like if you had a bit of a bit of notice that it was coming up and you could prepare for it, maybe that'd be something. But 
there's probably teams in a heavy training block just getting ready for the county championship. And this is after being thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. So it'll be hard to manage it. I don't know how seriously teams are going to take it. Look, the clubs wanted to keep it, so they're going to have to give it its due diligence and respect as well. So yeah. um, just it's very tight together, very congested, but I can understand that's the only way they can run it off. Yeah. Uh, so intermediate hurling then, uh, Shannon Rovers, Boris O'Kane, Van Hinch and Moneygall, they're playing out a league, as Michael Quinn had said, and that'll uh, decide the, the parents for the, the semi-finals. Um, just off the top of your head, who do you think will come out of that? Moneygall seem to have built up a good head of steam in the league. They they won the, they won their division in the league. Um, can't remember who who they beat in the final again. Was it um, Shannon Rovers? Beat Shannon Rovers, yeah. Yeah, they beat Shannon Rovers in the final. So, uh, look, there's very little to choose with inter- intermediate grade at county level and divisional level, especially in the north there. So, yeah. look, it's a toss up. It's who you get on the day, but Moneygall seem to be trucking well. You might throw a punt on them. Yeah, uh, Sean Smith is the mid championship. Kicks off to this evening. Your second team are out against the church. I think Gordon Ahu and Tan Kenny is also on. Um, and then the semi-finals are Mike Harkey Boris versus Drum A, Sars A versus Holy Cross, J.K. Brackens versus Lockmore Castellani, and then the two preliminary guys are up against each other in the quarterfinals. Um, how would you see it going? Yeah, that's right. Out there, our B team out tonight. So um, hopefully give a good form it's hard to know um, again as Enda said they're going to get thrown on top of you teams have plans and schedules and stuff but um, up short you expect them to win tonight they're home and all and drum band they're at half seven so it's, gonna, it's a wet night now in Turtles so I'm not Turtles well it's a wet night here it's probably be a wet night out there so uh, hopefully we'll give a good count but it's hard to see past up short tonight if there's any sort of kind of momentum to get going and you expect Gurton Hu to be a clinic any the other primary as well so that would draw Gurton Hu with up short and I even know from the fixtures, that game is actually early Sunday. It's not even not even giving them time frame to have it late Sunday. Even. It's actually going to be an early game Sunday. As yeah. they say, they're putting two games on the lads there in space of four or five days, you know. So, push for hate. People are giving out and there's no games, but it's good to have them back. Yeah, the, there's obviously a good sprinkling of county, inter-county lads there throughout the, the mid-championship. I think there's been, uh, they've been drowning their sorrows over the last couple of days. Do you think your guys will be fit come, as, come Sunday? Uh, hopefully, yeah, we have a few old usual knocks in the camp or heavy training the rest of the weeks, but sure. Oh, it's hard to know. Like At the moment, most clubs will as in, have an outline division, but first round is county championships where a lot of them are aiming for the start here, and that's kind of still the thing. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, kind of see the likes of Brian Amara maybe back in action for Holy Cross and these lads, and see like Max Hackett again for Bert McCarthy. Like, as we're talking about on the pod, the county kind of review pod, that good to see them having our run in the club as well. Um, yeah, so it'll definitely help as well. Put your your uh, pin your colours to the mast. Who's going to win the mid championship? Ah, go for Drum and Inch. Drum and Inch. Oh wow, Drum and Sarah's man Tip and Drum and Inch for. They're going to let them win it, Sean. It's they're going to their under twelve <laughs> team there. And, and and in the intermediate there, Sean, mind him do he have drawn Borlet and I think it's Drum's B team then in the final. Um, how, how would you see that going? Uh, expect mine every year, mine intermediate or one of the teams to beat, like, but Moran are becoming forced, to be honest. They've gone up the grades there on done and told, like, but Drum will also have Drum are clever that grade. They'll have, they'll have a very strong team. They want to use more than heft against the character weekends. They'll have a strong team, bar the 18 they've named or so. So to be interesting, mid challenge, I know they're in three teams, but we can't, mine should win, but you'd be surprised. You would go surprised, no. But again, draw most eyes will be on the county kind of series and 
this is kind of it's a good test for teams to see where they're at as well, especially in the middle, like because McCarthy drum can't now drum stars up in one group in the county. So if they meet each other, will it be a shadow boxing job or what will it be like? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we've no south rep on the on the pod anymore. Colin O'Sullivan has gone to ground, but um, he, he was on with us there earlier on. But uh, Mulnahone and the Swan and Mary's and Killing All, um. Mullinahone, the Swan is always one that the, the Swan are up for, no matter how many inter-county players Mullinahone have. Um, obviously, they're not as strong as they as they were before. They won Shame Serene coming up. And uh, do you see the Swan putting it up to Mullinahone, or what way will it go? Absolutely, they're going to put it up to them. If you if you went into the bookies there, <laughs> looked at the prices, like you wouldn't go anywhere near that. Like uh, it's just a toss up on the day. The, the two of them absolutely tear lumps out of each other, so. Very little in that. If Colin was here, he'd be fucking him out with it. He's still fucking him over, like fucking rat and fucking oh, cunt. Can fuck he get the ref again? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sean Mary's and killing all, killing all being the great enigma of Tipperary Senior Hurland. Um, on paper, have a savage team and never produce. They're in yeah. James Arene. Um, yeah. Probably they're due a run, like aren't they? They're, they're due, like Bubba's at the moment with Tip. Like oh, I saw, like the first half farms there the other day against them. Um, Water exception. Like if he hits song in a club game, he is going to be unmarked. Like there's no two ways about it. Like, you know, we played him last year and the B or B team played him and you know they kind of pulled away in the end, but they're going to start hitting farm sometime and they may as well keep the train going down there if Bob's on farm, keep him going. Yeah. So of the four teams, lads, who's gonna win it? Killing all. I think going to Horn probably if they get over the swan will win it. We'll win it. Um, the, in the intermediate down in the south, Ballingarry and the Devons in, in, in the first round game, I think Bally Bacon await the, the winners of that. Ballingarry just down from senior, Devons in their what second year, third year up from, from winning the junior, and then Bally Bacon, who are a, probably uh, Brendan Cummins um, dictates everything for them. We found out last year too. Uh, uh, hard to look past Ballingarry, though, isn't it, coming down? Yeah, yeah, you're looking up. You're looking at Ballingarry to win that. I think they should be winning it fairly handy. Um, Davins are only a couple of years up from junior. Held their own last year, in fairness, in the county championship. But Ballingarry will surely have too much quality for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, out west, then. Um, perennial champions Clonoty Rossmore are drawn against the Tracys. The Tracys got one over them in the Crossco semi-final there not too long ago. Uh, Tracy's lost out to Temple Derry there in the league final at the weekend. Temple Derry put up a big score, 31 points. But um, Clonoti would have to imagine have too much for the Tracy's. But the Tracy's are a team that play as a team, you know, and then and have they're they're going very well. But I don't know. Would you see any anyone different coming out of that? No, it's hard to look beyond Clonoti unless they're. They have a complete plan going and they're aiming towards the county championship instead of division, but usually just they tip way through it. I don't, haven't heard of any major injuries in Canoti either. I know they've mm-hmm. kind of usually are there, so it's hard to look past them. But Sean yeah. Trace will always go man to man, they'll hit you hard and they'll they won't get hammered on it. Yeah, and in, in Shawnee Rogers, they're probably one of the best club hurlers in the county. And he's, he's excellent and, and petty carry up front. The other game is probably one that will draw an awful lot of interest and um, all over the county. Is uh, the championship debut, I suppose, of, of the, the transferees to play a rogue. They played two years ago in the championship. Cashel nearly caught them over in Dundrum. I think there was only a pint or two in it. But 
Uh, Eroge were involved in the relegation battle last year in the they've got over Borges and um, who, who were relegated. But Cashel, I suppose if we're talking about killing all on paper, having a great team, Cashel on paper now with, with the four Keekums lads that transferred and Ryan Dwyer, they look like a team that could not only compete for Dan Breen, you know. So. Yeah, just suddenly become a team that are heavy favourites for the Seamus Irene. Yeah. Kind of two teams that are on opposite trajectories, kind of the Aerogan and are kind of going backwards into performances the last few years into Dan Breen. Very, very, very lucky. Well, not lucky to get over Burgess, but coming down to the last game and they just skin by them. So uh, that'll be a tight enough game. Uh, you probably know more than me, but I probably still fancy Aerog to come through. It just, they have that continuity and, they're not bidding in new lads like Cashel and probably probably enough to get over on the day. Yeah, no, I I I would agree. I think and the Carty are a fantastic club. And and uh, I mean in the Foxes and the O'Briens, they're I mean, they have lads that really drive on on that team. And they have a young lad, Keen Ryan, who's who's come into the panel this year that's uh, quite a good hurler. He hurled with Dune there in the in the Hearty B last year or two years ago and, and, and stood out as well so they, and Aidan Griffin there has been knocking around and, and the best panels. goalie in tip as well Mike and the best goalie in tip as I have said on numerous occasions <laughs> and, and I saw nothing at the weekend to to, uh, to say otherwise by the way uh, that never came up in, in the last part but um, yeah look uh, even though I think Danny Carty could get over cash and I do think probably another Tenoji Tenoji title in in, uh, in West Tip this year they, they have They'll they'll be without Fiacre this year, all right. But I mean, in, in Dylan Kirk and that, and they have a, yeah. a couple of those minor. They had four on the minor team last year, and while they mightn't come into it, they'll certainly strengthen the panel that that Trinoti have um, going into this year. The intermediate in the West sees uh, last a repeat of last year's final, or what that was played this year. Cap White and Keekums in one semi final. Arval Rovers, the county junior champions from twenty twenty, up against Golden. Um, Kickums are a team that are playing with the with, with the bit between their teeth. Um, they they certainly have played very well. Played cross goal against uh, Cashel there recently. Now Cashel didn't play the the, the transferees. I suppose that was the, a decision they they made. But Kickums really put it up to them. There was only a couple of points in going down the stretch, and it, they actually had to bring them on because it looked like Kickums were going to steal it. Um, Connor De Wire playing very well for Cashel, but. But uh, Kickhams have Connor Horgan playing excellently, and they're at wing back. And Jamie Duncan, who was on the minors last year, Stephen Brown, who got who got a run out for the minors two years ago. So Kickhams have a very strong team and upcoming. We're struggling, struggling badly this year. Uh, a lot of injuries and in that, but that's not even an excuse. We're not going well, and I, I don't see anyone. Only a Kickhams win. Uh, I hope I'm proved wrong. <laughs> I hope. Like Sean said, this is put up in the dressing room and they're saying that fuck for Mike McGarty. <laughs> doesn't even think we can win it. But uh yeah, I think at, at the moment we're not we're not going well, you know. But now hopefully that change. We're not they, those games aren't on until the fourteenth. So um we have a couple of weeks to try and turn it around. The other one is Arvin Rovers and Golden. Um Jack Leamy is is available for Golden with a huge addition to them coming out of minor last year. Um they don't have Josh Keane who who has emigrated. Um, but the Rovers are a tough, a tough side. Um, but overall, I don't see anyone winning the West title. Only Kickhams um, on this. I don't know. Do you have any input on that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would have seen a few of them teams go last year before that like, you mentioned are beating, but Kickhams probably be one. They're ahead. The dress seemed to be kind of not in decline a bit, but not. Yeah. You know, not 
make any inroads. Yeah, yeah. You you uh, were there uh, at the uh, Real probably as well, probably have a, a fair bounce after winning the junior as well. They're they were preparing for matches there and they played two good county championship matches in a row. So Yeah, you you'd imagine that they with the amount of training they've done and they were getting ready then for a county final last week, that they have a lot of they there should be well fit enough and could give Golden a rattle now in, in that um in that semi-final. Um, Golden haven't been at the place where they were, whatever, two years ago they were in the county semi-final and unlucky not to be in the final and then kind of fell off a cliff a little bit, you know, so, um, but, I, look, I don't know, I, I, I think Keekham's just, they're, they have something to play for this year, Paddy Slattery is over them, they're, they're running on, on, you know, every time, every speech in a dressing room or in a huddle is going to be, you know, sure, we, we could all give it, I mean, it's, it's going to be very easy. When they bet, when they bet, when that was West Height, like, how's that, like, they were, you could see immense, so much of it, mm-hmm. you know, like Jesus Christ, it was. Yeah. But heard well as well. The fair to me, they heard a nice band of horns. So, yeah, it sure did. It sure did. All right, lads, that's uh, that's that's it for the club divisional show. Um, it's good to get get it out. Good to see Club Harland back and, and, and many games to go to over the next couple of days. Um, we will talk to you next week where we will do a review, I suppose, of of divisional games and. Uh, the Camogie are out uh, in a quarterfinal against Waterford and we'll have ladies football against uh, Westmead in a relegation match. So uh, thanks, Ender. Thanks, Sean. And we'll see you next week. Look, lads. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 